happy Friday. Burgers and Brats, we survived the NBA trade deadline, and we are staying put. We're going to be talking some Super Bowl action. That's right. The last, se the last season game is here, the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. So I'm going to be making my picks for the game and also everyone's favorite player props and halftime prop bets for Usher coming out and seeing the halftime entertainment. Also, does Taylor Swift have some prop bets for herself? So going to be making those picks and then also talking a little NBA trade deadline and more. So make sure, uh, stay tuned, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, anywhere. You get your podcast at Burgers and Brats and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and watch live on millions.co at Burgers and Brats. So let's start first with the NBA trade deadline. Really, uh, 15 trades on the day. Uh, not, not too many. Uh, 39 players moved, so that's 39 players that just uh, got to go move across the country, go start somewhere new. Um, young and old guys all moving. Some guys going to contenders, some guy, guys going to pretenders. So uh, hopefully you're going to a contender and have a chance to get a ring. But uh, really in a few few key trades, but I mean pretty uneventful. Not, no major, major blockbuster trades. Uh, probably the best one, the the team that won was the New York Knicks. No doubt about that. The New York Knicks won one NBA trade deadline. They got some great players. Uh, they got Bojan Bogdanovic, uh, Alec Burks from the Pistons and more. So Knicks adding to that already really good, uh, talented roster in New York City. And this Knicks team can probably make a run. I think this Knicks team can make a run in the playoffs. And they did get more depth, more help. For them, and another team in the East that's kind of been slipping though recently, uh, because of no Joel Embiid, the Sixers. That this is the my second favorite trade. The Sixers acquire Buddy Heald from the Indiana Pacers. Uh, this will help them a lot with shooting and just getting another dominant ball player. And, and when Joel comes back, I mean, it'll probably be a few weeks. Uh, you can play one, two off them, and uh, they can make some shots. And especially deep in the late, late in the fourth quarter, Buddy Heald is your guy to make those shots. Uh, I just want to know, did the Western Conference not know they could trade? That I mean, the Western Conference pretty quiet, all quiet on the Western on the Western front. You see what I did there? Great movie, uh, great movie, and a great great pun I just made right there. All all the dads will get it, but all quiet on the Western Conference front for NBA trade deadline. There were a few, of course, um, not 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 great all around. But uh, Oklahoma City got Gordon Hayward f from the Hornets. And they send Trey Mann out there to Charlotte. So a good, experienced uh, veteran pickup for Gordon Hayward coming to Oklahoma City for this very young Oklahoma City team. Uh, I like that. See if he plays. I, he probably could have came back a few weeks ago, but just sitting him, keeping him healthy to trade him. Uh, Pat Bev going from the Bucks to the uh, from the Bucks to the Sixers, or going to the Bucks from the Sixers. Uh, really kind of insignificant. I, it really doesn't move the needle at all for this Bucks team. going to be interesting to see Damian Lillard and Pat Bev get along, uh, which may may not happen, but really doesn't do anything for me. Uh, Pat Bev, not, not that great a player in my opinion. Hornets, they get Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first from the Dallas Mavericks. So a pretty good pickup for the Hornets right there. Getting a Curry brother, Grant Williams, can still play basketball, and a first. Uh, it's always great to get a first pick and uh, use that later for some trade capital, but... A good, good move from the Hornets. 
Uh, really, really surprising. The Lakers make zero moves at the NBA trade deadline. Hey, I, I love LeBron. I would love to see him go to the Knicks. Uh, go win a ring in the East again with the New York Knicks. Because if he goes to the Knicks, they're coming out of the East. I'm picking them to come out of the East, and I think they can easily go win a ring. But uh, no LeBron trade, no AD. They didn't get anyone in return. Thought DeJounte, DeJounte Murray would be a piece that could be on the move from Atlanta to the Lakers, but no. Uh, he is staying put in Atlanta. So really overall, lackluster, no blockluster trades. And um, really nothing moved the needle too much on uh, advance, uh, making a team more of a pick to win the NBA, NBA Finals. So uh, Knicks get good. I, I like them in the East. But uh, really no no major drastic changes that just skip the tail uh tip the scale in my in my opinion so that's the nba trade deadline all right let's talk a little let's talk a few prop bets and then we'll get into the game we'll get into the game talk a few prop bets see if you can uh decide who i'm picking in this game yet let's start with the coin toss first thing coin toss it has been tails in seven of the last ten Super Bowl, but the teams who have won the coin toss have lost the Super Bowl in eight of the last nine. That's remarkable. Teams that have won the coin toss the last eight of the nine times have lost the Super Bowl. That is insane. So you do not want to be the team that wins the coin toss this year. And if it's heads or tails, come on, guys. You know, tails never fails. Give me tails in this one. National Anthem. Oh, this is what I'm looking forward to. Reba McIntyre, baby. Oklahoma Zone. I love her. She is going to kill this National Anthem. She's got 100 plus singles on the Billboard charts. She's performed the Anthem three other times, most notably the 97 Game 3 of the World Series. That lasted 83 seconds. So, And then in 2017, it was a little shorter than that. Um, her, her set total, her set over is at 86 seconds or 1 minute 26 seconds and 7 of the last 10 singers have been over 2 minutes 7 of the last 10 and this is a country singer we're talking about they like to drag that thing on they like to hit the notes so 1 minute 26 seconds that seems short to me give me the over baby give me the over for my girl Reba I'm taking it alright opening kickoff uh, result uh, either return or touchback. Touchback, you're getting minus 360. Return, you get plus 265. So uh, if they return it, you bet a dollar on that thing, you get $265 in return. That is great. I mean, just to return a kick, that's from, that's pretty good odds right there. But I'm going touchback, man. The teams do not return the ball. I mean, every game you watch, there's maybe two or three total return kickoffs. And I mean, just player safety, but also just so much more harm and good happens on a kickoff, fumbling the ball, getting it to like the 20-yard line, not getting it out to the 25. So give me a touchback to start it. Total yards gained on the first play. Both these, these are really good offenses and really good defenses, but uh, the over-under set is three and a half yards. And I like the under on that one. I think it's right at three. I think three is right at the end. I think you start with a run play. I, you have to start with a run play and uh, – you're going against really good defenses, uh, good offensive lines, but uh, it's hard to get three and a half yards uh, on any play uh, against these teams, and especially on the first. So give me under three and a half. All right, 
and then let's stay with the uh, musical stuff. Uh, halftime. Halftime. This is what I'm looking forward to. This is what I'm looking forward to. Usher. Bring him out. He's got so many hits. He's 45 years old. I did not know he was... I looked it up before the show. He is 45 years old. That's a little surprising to me. He's been making hits for forever. But he's got nine Billboard Top 100 number one singles. Nine. That's very hard to do. Uh, to be in the game this long. He's won eight, Grammy, eight Grammys. His, he debuted in 1994. And he's got sold 65 million records worldwide. So who is coming out with this guy? Who's coming out at halftime with the legendary Usher? Hey, you got some really interesting names here. I mean, you got Alicia Keys at minus 320. Ludacris at minus 210. So, and Lil Jon at minus 300. And Posty at minus 400. So those are the favorites. Those are the favorites to come out with them. Uh, if Posty came out, that would be awesome. But I, I really don't know how they would mesh and if that would really work. I think Lil Jon, Lil Jon and Ludacris are kind of the top options there. Uh, Lil Wayne is at plus five fifty. So you bet one dollar, Lil, and Lil Wayne comes out, you win five hundred fifty dollars. That's remarkable stuff. Um, which would be an awesome, awesome uh, show. And then some long shots. Here's some long shots we have. Bet $1, you get $900 for Beyonce, if Beyonce comes out. She had a great halftime performance. It was with Coldplay, Bruno Mars, uh, really almost a decade ago now. So that was a good one. And then at plus 800 odds, we have 50 Cent, DJ Khaled, and Jay-Z. So those are all plus 800. And then some super long shots. Uh, we got Madonna and Miley Cyrus at plus 1300. So throw $1 down and you get over $1,000. And then my favorite, can you guess who's at plus 500? Can you guess? She'll be there. Taylor Swift could join uh, Usher on stage for plus 500. But don't see that happening, but that would be pretty funny. I know the 49ers fans would not like that. And, but the people watching the Super Bowl, all the added audience, they're going to love if Taylor Swift comes out there. Uh, first song. Uh, the, these are he's got I mean he's got a huge variety he's got a massive set list and like I said nine number one singles first song uh, the favorite is My Way plus two twenty five OMG at plus eight hundred got to come out with this one uh, Yeah plus three twenty five DJ got us falling in love again plus five hundred Love in the Club plus six hundred Burn and Boyfriend at plus twelve hundred these are Boyfriend comes, I mean, Justin Bieber's coming out, so you can get you can get some really good money betting both of those. But, I mean, I think first song, oh, it's, it's got to be OMG. OMG or yeah, I, I think it's got to be one of those. Uh, th that's my go-to. That's who I think the first song is going to be one of those. But a great set list and won't be disappointed either way. Over under total songs that Usher sings. Eight and a, is over under set eight and a half. That is a lot of songs. That is a ton. Um, minus 125 on the over-under, so that is a lot. But the more guests you have, the more songs you're going to sing. But, uh, it, it, and it's going to be short. So, I mean, these songs are going to last like 30, 45 seconds, maybe a minute. But eight and a half is a lot of songs. But the more, the the vast set list and uh, more guests added, add more songs. So, I like it. I'm going to the over. Nine is a lot. 
but he's got so many songs. He's gonna bring he's gonna bring out some people. It's in Vegas, guys. This is in Vegas. They're not going anything short here. They are gonna live it up, and they are they're throwing it down in Vegas. So, give, give me the over. They're bringing everyone out for this one. Bringing everyone out. All right, and then um, Taylor Swift. Right, let's go into Taylor Swift's. Well, we'll go into this. Um, we'll start with this one. Will Travis propose at the end of the game? If you bet yes, you bet $1, you can win $1,060. I might go bet. I, I hope Travis proposes. Uh, if you bet no, that's the favorite at minus 3000 So, uh, looking like it's going to be no. They've been dating for a short time, but who knows? Love happens. It, it happens. And then, will the MVP mention Taylor Swift? Uh, yes. Uh, give me the yes. Yes is at plus 650. That's not even the favorite. The no is minus 120. I'm saying yes. Go put some money. The MVP will mention Taylor Swift. I guarantee it. I promise you. He's going to say something about Swifties. Yeah, he has to. If, if it's the Chiefs. If you're a Chiefs. If you think the Chiefs are going to win, go bet the money. If not, don't bet. Four hours aren't going to mention it. Um, what color will Taylor Swift's shirt be? Can you believe this is some bet? These are prop bets right now. This is crazy. We're talking about a person's shirt color. Uh, will it be red? Red is the overall overall favorite at minus 500. So you got to bet 500 just to get money back. Uh, white plus 600. Yellow plus 800. Black or purple plus 1600. And then blue or green plus 2000. Give me the red. I think red or white easily. Give me the red in this one. And then this one, last one, uh, Swift's travel from Japan, from Japan to Vegas. So she's coming from Japan to Vegas. Will this be shown on CBS? Will her flight path be shown on CBS? Yes is at plus 400, you know at minus 700. I'm thinking yes. I, they know a lot of Taylor Swift fans are watching this game. And I think that is a big audience. This is going to be one of the most watched games, I think, one of the most watched Super Bowls. And I think they show Taylor Swift doing this, or showing showing her path. So give me the yes on that one. All right, and then some of these other game. Let's go to the full game now. Uh, get we'll we'll stop talking Taylor Swift halftime and all that. We'll we'll talk some real some real football now. But um, and then we'll get into my picks for the game. More reception yards, Debo or Ayuk? Uh, I mean Brandon Ayuk. Guys, he is averaging 18 yards per reception, and he's got 1,400 yards. The this guy is getting the ball, and he—I mean, we, he saw—he had a six-yard six-yard catch last week. So, give me Ayuk in this one. Don't I think they're in double Debo, and I think Ayuk's gonna be pretty open. Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown, yes. Minus 220, yes. CMC, anytime touchdown, just named offensive player of the year. Anytime touchdown, yes. Easy. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 11-plus receptions. Yes is plus 550. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the no on this one. That is a lot of catches. They they do have MVS, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantley back in this game for the Chiefs, but 11 is a lot against a really good San Francisco defense. Uh, and You do have another added, added receiver, so uh, don't think that's going to happen. Mahomes interception. Uh, yes, minus 130, no, plus 100. Purdy interception, yes, plus 100, no, minus, uh, 
minus 135, which is interesting. So Vegas is betting Mahomes throws an interception, and Brock Purdy does not. Now, they both throw the ball a lot. I, I really like Brock Purdy. He, he's an efficient passer. He's an efficient quarterback. And he's got more total yards than Patrick Mahomes this year and less interceptions and more touchdowns. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not too surprised. I know some, some people might be surprised at that, but um, it is interesting that uh, you're, Vegas is thinking Mahomes will throw an interception, but Brock Purdy is more likely not. Um, I, I think both... Um, I don't think Brock Purdy throws an interception. I think they rely a lot on Christian McCaffrey, but I, I can't see him making a dumb pass. I, I think Mahomes... Oh, that's tough. Um, I'll say no. I'll say Mahomes, no interception. Christian McCaffrey, longest rush, over 18 and a half yards. Yes, minus 120. No, minus 110. I think yes. I think he gets over, and he has a 19-yard carry. And he's too good not to. Uh, Mahomes, over under 260 and a half passing yards. Now, in his two of his last three Super Bowls, he has been over that. So... Uh, 49ers, though, they have not given up 261 yards since December 3rd against the Eagles. That is the only, that is the last game. This, and I think the Chiefs are going to run a, run the ball a lot. That needs to be a good game plan against the 49ers. So I'm taking the under in this one. Make it two of four Super Bowls that Mahomes hits the under. Um, Brock Purdy, the over-under for his passing yards is 246 and a half yards. Now, he averages 268 yards per game. And he plays some good defenses. Hey, he plays really good. Um, the last or in the postseason though, he's at he had two hundred forty five yards. So that was one yard short against the Packers, and then he had two hundred fifty eight yards two weeks ago against the Lions. So over and under, right at it. Um, in twelve of the last eighteen games though, in 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 the games every game this season so far, he's had or he's gone over two forty six in twelve of the eighteen. So 12 to 18, he's gone over 246. And I, I think the over. I, I'm, I'm taking the over in this one. I think he's got playmakers that will also get yards after the catch. So uh, give me the over on his. Isaiah Pacheco, over under 65 and a half rushing yards. Uh, he's been over that in, in the three postseason games. San Francisco, though, they are third in rushing defense, only allowing 89 rushing yards per game. But... The defense that I've watched the last few weeks has given have given up a ton and do not echo those stats. So he's already hit the over in the in the previous three. I think he breaks a long run. I think he gets the over in this one. Uh, 65 and a half. Give me the over for Pacheco. And they're going to need to use him. First touchdown score. Uh, CMC plus 350. Isaiah plus 550, Kelsey plus 600, Debo plus 900, Ayuk plus 1000, and then you have Marquez Valdez Scantley and the 49ers defense tied at plus 3000. That's pretty funny. Um, I'll take CMC on this one. I think 49ers score first, and hopefully they don't get the ball first because we know what the coin toss means. But I think CMC gets a first nod. Um, total penalties accepted. The over/under is ten and a half, which that's a lot for. 
These teams are there because they make the fewest mistakes, have the fewest penalties. Uh, that is why these teams are there. That's a big part of it. Ten and a half is a ton, so that's, I mean, five and six for each team. I, I think it's the under. Uh, I'm taking the under in this one. And then finally, the highest or the highest scoring half. Um, first half, second half, or tie. Tie is plus twenty four hundred, so you can get a lot of money if uh, both those tie. Um, even the second half, first halves in these big games, teams don't really. Uh, they try to figure each other out, and you really don't get that many points. You just kind of feel it out, and you, luckily, sometimes you get a lucky breakaway, but uh, there's nothing too high scoring about it uh, until the second half when these when everything's clicking and all that. Everyone's comfortable, settled in. And then finally, for the winning team, the Gatorade Bath. The favorite is purple, plus 275. And then we got blue at plus 450, orange at plus 350, uh, red and pink together, those count together at plus 350, and then yellow, green, and lime, which count together at uh, plus 425. Um, I think it's going to be red or pink. I, I think I'll take that one. I'll take plus 350, red or pink. Uh, both teams are pink or red, guys, so it's a pretty good option there, but maybe purple. Uh, that's kind of the main color of the Super Bowl, so maybe purple could be the next one. All right, that's my prop bets for the for the Super Bowl. Uh, hope, I wonder who you guys think I'm picking right now. Uh, see which way I'm kind of leaning before I make my final picks. But um, before we make our final picks here, let's go into On This Day in History. Uh, 1964, the first appearance of the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan Show, which drew 73.7 million viewers. That's a ton of viewers, guys. See, I'm... I'm doing this show enough, too many years now, where this one, this one's been on there. I think every time. I think this one, this this stat, this on this day has been on here pretty much every time. And then 1990, Nelson Mandela is released after 27 years of imprisonment in South Africa. 1940, Tom and Jerry, the cartoon created by William Hanna and Joseph Barber, Barbara debuts. So Tom and Jerry, classic. I watched that growing up. Outlives its time. I mean, lives forever. And we've got happy birthday to Jennifer Aniston, Robert Wagner, Thomas Edison, and the great Joe Pesci, baby. Uh, great on this day in history. All right. It is time for Super Bowl 58. Number 58. I can't believe it's been eight years since my Denver Broncos won. Peyton Manning rode off into the sunset. We'll get back one day. But not today. Maybe next year. Um, Super Bowl 58, LVIII, is at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Usher doing the halftime, baby. It's going to be fun. It is 2020 all over again, guys. KC versus San Fran. Last time we met in the Super Bowl, pandemic. So we'll see if maybe... Maybe this breaks the curse. Uh, maybe the rematch just breaks it, and we get to restart. Maybe. Um, San Francisco looking for their sixth Super Bowl win. That would tie for the most all-time with Pittsburgh and New England. Patrick Mahomes going for his third Super Bowl win. Already has two, obviously, and Chiefs going for their fourth all-time Super Bowl win. 
Every time here, – here's a crazy stat. Um, every time the 49ers have won the NFC Championship game versus a team that has the shade of blue in their logo, they have won the Super Bowl. Who did the San Francisco 49ers just beat in the NFC Championship game? The Detroit Lions. Are they blue? Yes. They have a lot of blue. So, uh, five times they have won the NFC Championship game. They've played a blue team, and they've and they've won. They've won the Super Bowl with it. So anytime a non-blue shade team, they played a non-shade blue team and won, they lost the Super Bowl. 1982 versus Dallas. 1985 and 89 versus the Bears. 1990 versus the Rams. Oh no, these are the wins. Sorry, these are these are the wins. 1982 they beat Dallas. 1985 and 89, they, um, yeah, beat the Bears. And then 90, they beat the Rams. Uh, 95, beat Dallas. And then the losses were in uh, 2013 and um, 2020 against Green Bay. So uh, those were in the, obviously, the NFC Championship games. So those are the teams they beat in those years that had blue. Those those first five teams, they had blue. And then the other two, no blue. And they lost the Super Bowl after they beat them. All right. Um, a little, little, little news here. The We'll see how much this plays into it. But the Chiefs got to practice in the Las Vegas Raiders, where they practice, their facility and everything. Great turf. San Francisco practice at UNLV. Not great turf and great field. And they've been complaining about that. And, I mean, they have every right to. I mean... I'm pretty sure there's a subtle difference, uh, to say the least, about those turfs and those conditions. But we'll see how much that plays into the game. Um, and NFL not letting players gamble while in Vegas. At least as soon as the game's over, they're going to lift that restriction. But, I mean, you kind of have to not let them gamble. Go play some bets on those te- on these teams, on especially in the Super Bowl. You can't place bets on that. But a little crazy, you can't go play a little blackjack. But no way to monitor that, really. So I'll look at that as soon as the game's over. All right. Let's get into this game. It, it, I'm ready for this one. Uh, th- this is going to be a fun game. Uh, it really will be. Um, the one-seeded San Francisco 49ers versus the number three-seeded Kansas City Chiefs. San Francisco 12-5 in the year. Kansas City 11-6. and six. Now... Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog the last two week, two games. And he's an underdog for the third time in the last three games. Really surprising, honestly. Um, San Francisco just, I, I think, just because they have way a better cast than the Chiefs. But Mahomes has looked really good playing football when he's been the underdog. So we'll see if those last two games are any factor in this thing. The over-under for this game is set at 47 and a half so i mean 24 24 i think we can easily get that over san francisco is a two-point favorite in this one and let's see um it, mahomes going for his third super bowl 49ers going for their first since 1995 this game is on 6 30 is going to be at 6 30 p.m eastern on cbs so uh, 5.30 Central here. Uh, this is the number two offense in San Francisco versus the number two defense in Kansas City. 
So like I said, this is going to be a game where it's going to take a minute to for these teams to get settled in, to uh, know what's coming at each other, and just be comfortable. So expect kind of a low-scoring first quarter at least. Both are also top 10 on the other side of the ball also. So uh, both great top 10 offense and defense. Uh, looking, my, kind of what I'm looking for is the number three ranked San Francisco rushing attack with Christian McCaffrey versus, uh, they're getting 140 yards per game through the ground, San Francisco is, versus the number 17 ranked Kansas City rushing defense, which is giving up 113 on the year. Uh, that's probably the biggest area I'm looking at. And then, I mean, just can Kansas City get any rushing going? Uh, they're they're 19th with 104 yards per game on the ground rushing, and San Francisco's a stout rushing defense. They're third in the league, only giving up 89 yards per game. So you have to find a running game here. You have to get Pacheco involved in the ground game. He could he could reach over a thousand yards in this game. He's got 935 on 205 attempts, but you have to get him involved, especially with what Detroit and Green Bay were doing against the San Francisco team. And like I said, I ripped on Detroit. Why would you go away from that in the second half? You were killing them on the ground game. And you decide to give, let Jared Goff throw the football. I did not understand that. But God had got to get ground game early. Let Mahomes do his magic. Um, San Francisco, 7-2 and two away from home. Kansas and... Um, not not too far to travel. I mean, obviously it's home field advantage. Or it's it's neutral site, so no home field advantage really for either team. Maybe a little more San Francisco. They're a little closer. I've got a little more, a little more money out in California for the for those guys. Uh, Kansas City, though, I mean they're familiar with Vegas Stadium. Uh, they play the Raiders every year there, so uh, familiar with that place. Both are two and three in the non-conference. Kind of went with San Francisco's just uh, streak of three or four losses in a row and um, kind of in their non-con, but uh, got back on track. Kansas City obviously didn't start out great in the year, but, I mean, they're here now. And this is a big thing. And games decided by one score. San Francisco is one and three. San Francisco has not been in one-score games. That's four one-score games they've been in all year. That is really impressive. But it's really unimpressive how you're one and three in those. And, I mean, it's not like you're – uh, playing great teams in those. Um, one of them was the last game of the season with the Rams, where their entire starter, their entire starters were out. So don't really blame them for that one. And then the other two were at the Browns and the Vikings in that three-game losing stretch. So uh, both those can be explained. Um, two of those at least. So basically one and two in one-score games. So. Uh, it's really, it's really impressive to only be in that many one-score games throughout the year. Kansas City, on the other hand, four and four. So one-score games, that's their forte, eight games, and they know how to win at least half of them. So when it gets tough and gets close like that, they can pull it out and win those games. They know how to uh, dig in in the clutch. Uh, like I like I was talking earlier, Brock Purdy more passing yards than Mahomes, with and he's got. Uh, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions versus Packer Mahomes, 27 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. So I don't want to hear the talk about Brock Purdy as a system quarterback and just getting carried. This man can still ball. He he has a great system. He has great players. 
but this guy can still sling the rock and is still a really good ball player. He's beating Patrick Mahomes' stats right here. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes didn't have great wide receivers. You still got to make with uh, make do with what you have. So and you still got Travis Kelsey. Make him a great tight end. He's one of the best tight ends of all time. Get him the ball. He didn't do much towards the end of the year, but he's been playing great in the playoffs. Um, Christian McCaffrey, 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk, 1,300 yards, 7 touchdowns on just 75 receptions. That's 18 yards per reception, like I said. That is remarkable. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think Kansas, or just San Francisco, they've got Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, CMC, uh, just so many more. And Kansas City, they, they, they've got Travis Kelsey. So if you're 49ers, just double up on Kelsey, man. That's really all you got to do. Let MVCS drop some balls, load the box maybe for Pacheco, see what they do there and what they start off early. But um, great matchups, great matchups here. San Francisco, 29 points per game versus Kansas City's 22 points per game. So uh, both only giving up 17 also on the defensive side. So San Francisco, that's a full touchdown more, guys. That's nothing little. A full touchdown is huge, uh, being able to score that many points in the NFL. I mean, that is uh, third in scoring. Kansas City is 15th. Um, uh, and this is a great stat right here. Uh, San Francisco is 3-0 when either Ayuk or Debo score first. And they are 2-0 when Kittle scores first. So, uh, did have their one loss versus Christian, when Christian McCaffrey scored, scored first, but um, if, if one of these guys gets, gets, gets the, the touchdown early, gets it first, look for the San Francisco victory. This is going to be a great matchup, very even. I mean, that's why these two teams are here. They're the they're two best teams. Uh, you don't make it as a fluke. And these teams have been here before. Patrick Mahomes has been here before. I expect nothing less than greatness from him this weekend. And if he does, uh, that is going to be a spot on his career achievements. And if he can win another ring, he can move into probably the greatest of all time. Uh, solidify himself as that. And Brock Purdy can doubt the, uh, can silence the haters uh, getting his first ring and San Francisco's first ring since 1995. Now, I think... Who do you think I'm picking? Who, who do y'all think I'm picking? Real quick. I am picking the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 58, 28-25. Give me the 49ers gang, baby. San Francisco, undo the 2020 curse and... Uh, just finally bring a championship back to the Bay Area where they have been in a drought for decades. So bring greatness back to them, the Joe Montana days, baby. Give me San Francisco in the Super Bowl 58. All right, let's move into the final segment, who I'm sharing my burger and brought with. I'm sharing my burger and brought with. Uh, uh, sad news this week, uh, the passing of the, I mean, absolute legend. And just an incredible person. You really got to know him. Just an awesome, down-to-earth guy. Did not let the fame uh, cloud his judgment. I mean, make him a terrible, make him a bad person. He was so kind, so genuine, and just loved everyone. Uh, give me, or share my burn route with Toby Keith. Uh, passed away this week. 30 years, top of the charts. And just died this week at 62 with a 
a years-long battle with stomach cancer. He had one chart-topping single every year for 20 years. Oh, greatest to ever do it. I mean, greatest country singer to do it. Oklahoma's own, Toby Keith. Uh, was performing just in Vegas in December, so I uh, thought he was doing good, but turns out uh, just cancer, man. It just sucks. Stand up to cancer, it is terrible. Um, I mean, his song, Should Have Been a Cowboy, Red Solo Cup, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. I love this bar. How do you like me now? Beer for my horses. Uh, just sailboat for sale. I mean, with Jimmy Buffett. So th those guys are chilling up there and um, getting their sailboat ready. But uh, sad, sad day for not just music lovers, country music lovers, just everyone who knew the guy, how awesome, genuine he was. And then... Um, it, it was crazy. I, not even 24 hours later, nine of the top ten songs on the country iTunes uh, list were Toby Keith, 20 of the top 25, and uh, it, just crazy uh, that this many people uh, came to uh, show their support and love for Toby after he passed away. I mean, ranging from everyone, people you wouldn't expect, uh, just touched and graced with Toby Keith and Sooner Nation legend Toby Keith. Uh, share my burger and brought with him. Uh, legend passing away way too soon. So, all right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, literally anywhere. Get your podcast at Burgers and Brats and stay up to date with Wednesdays on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and hopefully just watch live on Millions.co at Burgers and Brats. Let me know who y'all got winning Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Should be a great matchup should be a great Super Bowl enjoy it enjoy Usher at the halftime